Hello and welcome to the Wharton Fintech Podcast. I'm your host, Peter Jankowski, and today I'm excited to be broadcasting for Money 2020 and to be meeting with Adam Hughes. Adam Hughes is the president and COO of Amount, a leading edge technology company dedicated to creating and enhancing the digital credit offerings of financial institutions. Built by lending industry veterans, Amount's multi-purpose lending products help partners go digital with a suite of proven product modules for credit decisioning, fraud prevention, account verifications, servicing engines, and CRM solutions. Prior to his role at Amount, Adam was president and CEO for Avant, where he was the first employee hired. Adam, thanks so much for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me, Peter. So could you start by telling us about your background? Yeah, you touched on it a little bit, um, but uh, I was employee one at Avant, and really Avant's focus was to provide better lending um, products to the middle-class consumer online in a digital way. And I would define that middle-class consumer as someone with a 650 average FICO score, 55,000 hours of average household income, and that customer specifically had been left behind by the banks because banks really only wanted to lend to a prime customer, and they were really settling for more of a subprime product, uh, and they really shouldn't have to, was our thesis based on their credit profile. And so our goal was to use uh, better data modeling techniques and better technology to provide that customer a much better digital experience when applying for credit, as well as much more affordable options. So. Um, we started the company end of 2012. I actually hit my seven-year anniversary in November next month, which is crazy. Um, and then we launched our unsecured uh, personal loan in January 2013. Uh, seven years later, we've now done over a million personal loans, lent about $6 billion uh, in that product. Uh, customers love it. It's extremely transparent, much more affordable than other lending products out there. Uh, NPS scores in the 80s. And they quickly asked us to help them with other asset classes. And the next asset class we identified on the Avant side was credit card. And credit card space, you know, similar to the personal loan space, we saw, call it Capital One and everyone else. And everyone else uh, for this customer segment were just super high fee on transparent credit cards. And our goal, again, was to provide that customer base a much more transparent, affordable product. And so we launched the Avant card two years ago. Uh, we have now passed 150,000 cards, about $100 million of total exposure, um, and with the plan to really step on the gas um, next year um, with that product. And then also understanding the synergies between credit card and personal loan uh, in terms of you know offering rewards, credit card products to our best personal loan customers and, and vice versa. Um, Avant will be launching their third asset class by the end of this year, an auto product. And then you'll see in 2020 Avant wrap that with digital banking capabilities and uh, personal financial management tools with the goal of really being that digital bank for the near prime customer. And what we found in the last seven years is the technology we built for Avant all in-house around the UI UX experience for originations, the fraud prevention capabilities, the LOS, um, you know, really driving uh, the funnel, um, the self-service portal. Many banks here in the US especially do really poorly. And we saw an opportunity to white label um, banks' experiences for their customer bases. And so we've actually spun out the technology behind Avant into a new company we're calling Amount and we're seeing real traction um, in striking partnerships with banks. And our philosophy there was banks should always win that prime customer from the perspective of they have a much lower cost of capital and so they can provide much more affordable products than, than fintechs can today. But they were just behind the times, in many cases, from their digital capabilities 
Um, they're much more comfortable having a customer come to the branch, um, and their technology has been cobbled together through multiple acquisitions over the years. Uh, but clearly, customers' preferences have changed, changed due to the Amazon effect, we call it. So they can order a cab, they can order a pizza with a touch of a button. They're demanding a similar experience from, from their banks. And so using the amount platform, banks can now stand up a 2019 best-in-class originations experience for multiple lending products uh, in a matter of months versus taking years and, and $500 million like some banks have chosen to do. And so we're starting to see real traction. In the last 12 months, we've now announced partnerships with TD Bank, with HSBC Bank. Uh, we just launched another top 10 bank on the platform we'll be announcing in the, in the next month. Um, but seven banks in total now are using the Amount technology with Avant also being a customer on the Amount platform. So, you know, kind of a long-winded way of saying, you know, the experience and the tech we built on Avant has now started this new chapter around a tech opportunity that we have with bank partnerships. That's great. Thanks for the background. Yeah. And uh, really timely to launch this product because, at least from my perspective, I read a lot about how many banks are struggling to keep up with three, four, five banks who yeah. have massive technology spend. A lot of regional banks, community banks, don't have that sort of budget. Is that the sort of, what kind of customer is, is the best fit for the amount product? Is it the top 10 banks? Is it small regional banks, even community banks? Yeah. How are you thinking about that? That's a great question. So. For sure, the top five money center banks we're seeing, you know, do these capabilities internally. Um, obviously, Goldman launching Marcus, uh, they did it themselves. Uh, took them several years and, and a lot of money to do that. And really, with the Marcus launch, that really woke up banks six through two hundred um, with that that interesting question, right? Do we do this ourselves or do we partner with Amount? And so we've really targeted, um, you know, tier one and tier two banks. So we call it 10 billion in assets and up. Um, six of the seven banks we work with today have 50 billion in assets and up. Um, and that's really our focus today, providing those customizable digital origination tools for them, as well as our, our standalone fraud prevention tool. I think in 12 months, you'll see a more out of the box um, solution that we can offer some of the smaller banks, some of the um, community banking networks potentially. Um, there is an opportunity there, but historically to date, the last two years, we've really focused on some of these larger banks, which um, again, they have a real interest in kind of catching up to that you know, digital table stakes that they're seeing from some other larger banks. Yeah, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And are you focused right now on offering a white label solution for personal and secured, or does it run across all lending products and some of the additional value-added services that you mentioned around fraud prevention and those sorts of things? Yeah, so today in market, uh, we have our digital white-labeled uh, personal loan originations platform, uh, our credit card platform, our deposit opening platform, and our standalone fraud prevention tool we call Amount360. And Amount360 is product agnostic, channel agnostic, so we have bank partners using it in their branches, over the phone, um, obviously online. Um, and then we actually announced yesterday our point of sale product, which will be launching for the first time in the first quarter. And that's really a, a firm type product that um, our bank customers have expressed a ton of interest in having in their own branches, but also for some of their, their corporate partners. So some of these corporate partners that the bank may have a, a private private label credit card with, but that corporate partner has expressed interest to the bank of actually having a POS capability as well. And so they're coming to a mount um, for that POS capability, which is great for us because we don't need to hire 200 BD professionals to go out there and palm the pavement. We can actually leverage these giant networks that our banking partners already have. Got it. That's exciting. That's yeah. great. Yeah, we think so. So once you start to operationalize some of these agreements or, or some of these partnerships, what does it actually look like? Yeah. Um, who owns the customer relationship? 
loans to assets uh, associated with a loan? Yep. How, how does this work in practice? Yeah, it's a great question. So on the Avant side, Avant takes significant capital risk, credit risk, regulatory risk. It likes that risk and it prices for it. And it's, it's a, you know, a growing business with a, with a ton of potential. On the amount side, it's tech only. And so it's the bank's credit policy, it's the bank's balance sheet if they fund the lending product, it's the bank's regulatory policies, um, and so it's just the technology. And so you know, with this white label experience, we're dropping in the bank's credit policy. We obviously consult if they, if they want us to. We help them with marketing, but it's typically their marketing strategies as well. And then if they fund that lending product, they're using their own balance sheet. And so this is a 100% tax, tax SaaS play for the amount of business versus the Avant business, which is a direct consumer lending business, you know, using their own balance sheet for funding. Got it, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And you mentioned the, the new point of sale uh, offering that you just launched. Can you talk a little bit about what you're thinking about, what's coming next? Yeah, um, you know, the overall strategy for Amount is we're gonna do what our bank partners want, right? So the, the strategy today has been land with personal loan, which we do extremely well. We can point to the success we've had on the Avant side, and you know, quickly show them that we are experts in A, launching and scaling a personal loan product, and then credit, fraud prevention, all that good stuff, getting the bank really comfortable. Landing with that personal loan product, but quickly expanding into other areas that the bank needs help from a digital perspective, and really being the digital accelerator for that bank. Because once you can show that you can greatly improve their digital personal loan capabilities in a matter of months, you get a ton of credibility, and then these banks with their internal technology teams, in many cases, it takes them eight months to do a configuration change. And so then they start talking about, hey, I need to also improve my credit card experience. I need to improve my deposit opening experience. I need to help with POS. Do we do that ourselves, which some may choose to do that, or do we partner with the company that just set up a personal product for us in three months and give them that opportunity? And we're seeing that happen in all of our bank partnerships of either launched our second product or well on our way to doing that. And so getting deeper and stickier in this relationship with these banks after we have a successful launch with the personal product. Got it. So you spoke earlier to Marcus launching with, with their own offering and how this woke up banks yeah. six, six and under to six the fact over, that yeah. six and over yeah. that they, uh, they should do more in this space. Yep. More broadly, looking at the industry, how do you see the industry unfolding over the next five to 10 years within personal lending and lending across other asset classes more broadly? Yeah, I mean, our thesis was always partnership was the way to go. Again, we felt strongly that, again, based on the cost of capital that these banks have, they can provide just much more affordable products to that prime customer. And and so for us, our, our thesis was never, we need to compete against the banks or we want to actually go after the same customer. It was, let's partner and empower the banks. And I think you've seen that change more and more to that side of the spectrum from other fintechs I've talked to, especially this year here at Money 2020, um, versus you know a couple years ago was directly competitive, we wanna be a bank. And now the fintechs are, how do we actually better enable these banks that need a lot of help um, and they have deep pockets, pockets um, and um, you know, a partnership can just be helpful not only for the bank, obviously for the fintech, but really for that customer. That's what it's all about, of providing that customer a much better experience, uh, saying yes to more people together across the crowd spectrum, and actually you know, achieving 
you know, the expectation the customer has around digital capabilities. Yep, that makes a lot of sense. And I agree with what you're saying about partnerships, much bigger theme for the last few years, and especially at this year's money, 2020. Yeah, because I think a couple years ago, you saw like kind of a, a banks suck um, yeah. theme. At least it wasn't from us, but other fintechs certainly uh, had that. And I'm not seeing that, at least from what I've seen this year. Um, it's all about how do we work together to provide that better customer experience. Yeah, it's more of a we need each other rather yep. than we're competing against each other. Yeah. Yep. yep. So I'll have to switch gears for a minute, and you referenced your background, joining Avant very early. You're now working on building out amounts. Yep. Any um, any lessons learned as an entrepreneur? Any big challenges that you've had to overcome from your experience? Yeah, um, you know, this stuff isn't easy, right? Um, I, so I came over to really um, turbocharge amount two months ago. Uh, obviously, I've been very involved in building it to date, but with the momentum we now see in the business, um, we feel it's the right time to effectuate a split between Avant and Amount. Um, reason being, they're just different um, businesses, business strategies. One's direct lending to a consumer, one is a B2B business into banks. Um, there's different regulatory risk. Again, Amount takes zero regulatory risk. There's different capital risk, et cetera. Um, and there's different valuation profiles. The reality of the situation is there's a different valuation today the market views for a lending company versus a tech SaaS business. So for all those reasons, we think um, you know, it makes sense to, to split. Um, but what we have found is all the blood, sweat, and tears we put into on building the Avant business has given us just a ton of credibility because banks today are inundated with tons of vendors reaching out in terms of how they can help, but showing solid performance over the last seven years via the Avant business is why these deals are getting done at the end of the day. Because we can show not only are we experts in providing the best UI, UX experience, which we view as a little bit table stakes, but really for these banks to get comfortable, it's really showing how we can help on the stable credit performance side as well as fraud prevention. Because certain banks need help on the personal loan side, certain banks need help on credit card side, but every bank needs help on fraud prevention. And so for us, we think we are best in the world, frankly, at really understanding and segmenting out credit risk versus fraud risk. And that amount 360 tool I touched on before is extremely powerful once the bank open up, opens up the hood and really checks it out. So um, having that experience in Avant is why we've been able to have some really success here with Avant. Yeah, yeah, I guess it helps to have that track record to be able to point to, to show that you know your stuff and you're able to deliver on what you're promising. Exactly. Yeah. And so on a slightly different note, any advice that you might have for someone who's just looking at entering the fintech space? Yeah, I think it's a, a great time to um, you know, get involved in the space for sure. You know, what we're seeing is, especially here, I mean, there's so many companies, but a lot of much more sophisticated and mature fintechs here than even a couple years ago. And I think that's because of that partnership model in terms of what banks are demanding for a partnership, you need to have a level of sophistication versus you saw some fly-by-night fintechs here a couple years ago that were relatively prominent. Um, and so for people that want to get into fintech, I would certainly encourage them to. I think the opportunity is massive. Um, you know, the appetite across the credit spectrum um, is there. And especially with the changing customer preferences like we talked about in terms of everything going mobile, everything going digital, um, there is just a massive opportunity, whether it's unsecure, whether it's mortgage, whether it's payments, um, to really execute change um, you know, throughout. Yeah, a lot of opportunity. Yeah, definitely. I always like to end these on a uh, more personal note or a fun note. So I wanted to ask you outside of work, what do you like to do for fun? 
Uh, so father too. Uh, so I have a two and a half year old daughter and a three month old son. So life's a little Congrats. bit crazy. So between family life and work life, you don't have a ton of time. But I actually just ran my first marathon in Chicago. Um, oh, that's so great. three weeks ago. Um, and what I found from that is, for whatever reason, I actually didn't think running was a hard workout, or I don't know what the heck it was. Uh, you know, I try to work out every day, but just never was a runner. And decided to do a half marathon in April. Um, started training for a quote unquote in March. Went well, and what I found is just the meditation part of it was just something that it's my kind. Of, it's my time for an hour, and whether what whatever's going on at work or at home, you know, being able to step outside the house, immediately get a good workout in. I just really took to it, and so um, running that marathon, it didn't leave any free time in terms of work, family, and running. But I also found that I'm really bad with unstructured time, and so like for me, like having a little bit of my life always being crazy. Keeps me pointing in the right direction. Yeah, that's great. Well, congrats on the yeah. marathon and yeah, congrats on being a father. Yeah, cool. And thank you for joining us. No, of course. Thanks for having me. We want to say a quick thank you to Wharton Fintech's platinum sponsor, the Stevens Center for Innovation and Finance at Wharton. The Stevens Center is the premier research, education, and thought leadership institution in the world for financial technology. You can learn more about it at stevenscenter.wharton.upenn.edu.